Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby! Oh, no! What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello! From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 1, Akron. Follow me on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. Facebook page for the podcast. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Unreasonable Doubt WV at gmail.com is the email address. It's so great. It's such a change of pace. To start the season with a win. This is, I'm starting the third season of doing this podcast. This is the first time I can tell you through the internet that West Virginia won their first game. They win in Morgantown versus Akron. They win by 10, 94-84. They were an 11-point favorite coming into the game. That was the betting line, so they did not cover. I don't care about that. I care about the W. As I mentioned, first season opener win for WVU since 2016. Tiny bit of sweating at the end. (laughs) Phantom foul on Logan Route. He runs to the corner to block a shot. Did not hit the guy. They called the foul. Let's be very clear. And don't read into what I'm saying. That was the only time in the game the referees called a foul that wasn't a foul. And I don't know how much clearer I can be on that. Anyways, WVU's up six. What happens? The robot, Sean McNeil, has the ball. Dribbles, goes to the baseline. Throws it to the other team. Akron has a chance to run down, cut the lead down to four. Logan Rout, the guy called for the phantom foul, gets back, blocks the layup on the other end. Deuce McBride makes two free throws. The robot makes the free throws late after that to seal the win. And again, a win's a win. sounds so much better than 0-1. Am I right? Of course I'm right. More good than bad in this game for WVU. And I've got so much good to share. Jermaine Haley. The back is okay. The back was was good enough to play. And he was really good tonight. His game was great. 16 points on 6 of 7 shooting. 7 rebounds, 3 assists. I'm always going to celebrate zero turnovers. Jermaine Haley played some of this game at the four. And Haley played point guard some last year. Oscar was in foul trouble. And so you had lineups out there with Emmett Matthews, 
Jermaine Haley and Derek Culver with Jermaine Haley on the block, backing dudes down. He's stronger. And one time he backed somebody down. The guy flew like he, uh, like he, like, a, I don't know, something really bad happened to the guy. Uh, <laughs> like he got thrown off a mechanical bull. But it was just Jermaine Haley, and then he and then he shot it really close and scored. I Jermaine Haley playing the four for this team is not something I considered. Okay, going into the season, Huggins is talking about I want to play Oscar and, and Culver, and we'll get all the rebounds. But what if you've got Deuce and another guard? Let's say Taz Sherman. And you got Matthews playing the three. And Haley, who can dribble the ball, playing the four. That sounds really nice to me. I like that. What else is good? Uh, Taz Sherman. Uh, he's got a Teddy Buckets vibe about him. Different game, for sure. But I feel like this team can look to Taz Sherman to score the ball. He only had eight points. Only eight. It was eight points. But all three of his field goals, there was an Akron guy all the way on him, okay? Heavily contested. And Taz Sherman put the ball in the basket. And that's going to be helpful for this team. Uh, I don't want to jinx anything, but I don't see... If Taz Sherman is involved, I don't see how West Virginia goes long on on one of these scoreless streaks. You know what I mean? You know how you watch West Virginia play like I do. Sometimes they'll they'll not score for four or five minutes. It, what I'm saying is, and based on one game, if Taz Sherman is in the game, I don't think that's going to happen. Culver, he shot four of fifteen, but he still had sixteen points. How he shot eight free throws and made all of them. I don't know how many more times that's going to happen where he's going to be perfect from the line. Also, he had three fouls. And so based on the stats from last year, three or more fouls for Derek Culver gives West Virginia a good chance to win. And that doesn't make any sense. I'm just telling you it's true. Deuce McBride, first game as a freshman, 11 points. Six rebounds, four assists, played 29 minutes. Great intro for Deuce. Uh, three turnovers, but we're talking about the good stuff. Uh, Napper, zero turnovers in 12 minutes. Emmett Matthews, he's supposed to make the jump. Here's how you could argue he's made the jump, and it's one game. We're overreacting here, kinda. He had a quiet 13 and 7. <laughs> He scored nine minutes very early in this game and yet contributed one of the leading scorers seven rebounds from the three spot. And I'm just going to point this out every time this year just because of last year. More assists and turnovers. That's a win for this team. Also, 94 points. Not bad. That only happened twice last year in regulation. And only two other times where it went to overtime or the TCU game three overtimes. 
Uh, and they scored 94, making only th- five three-pointers. So that's impressive. Good passing in the post. No, uh, just every once in a while, a crazy turnover. But getting the ball to Culver inside, getting the ball to Haley inside, getting the ball to Oscar when he was in there, the entry passes were good. The bad. In the first game, and again, West Virginia won. They gave up a 50-burger in the second half. Akron scored 51 points in the second half. You know, it's too, you know, think of the first game of the year as breakfast, okay? (laughs) And I know there's such a thing as a breakfast burger and putting an egg on a burger. All I'm saying is, it's very early. We're sitting at the table enjoying our West Virginia basketball meal all season. You don't start with the 50 burger because it's going to ruin the meal. Okay? It has a chance of ruining the meal. Let's let's matter of fact, if we could go without another 50 burger this year, and I don't think we'll be able to do that. But if we could just do that at the beginning and then, you know, monitor you know our portion control the rest of the year as far as 50 burgers that'd be fantastic 14 turnovers which is not terrible but 11 in the second half and a good number of those 11 turnovers were mind-numbing including the turnover from from mcneil late okay sean mcneil is a shooting robot but You know how robots work. There's like different knobs that you can turn and buttons. And I don't know through the course of play or whatever late in the game, or maybe Akron is aware that he's a robot and know how to work the switches. They switch Sean over to dribbling robot. And that caused a turnover. I think West Virginia caught it, switched him back over to shooting robot. And again, he made those free throws late. So, you know, there's plus and minuses with robots, artificial intelligence, uh, but um, I'm glad they flipped the switch back to shooting robot late. Uh, Oscar, in his debut, three fouls in the first half. You know, not bad, but not great. Jordan McCabe only played nine minutes. You know, coming into the season, I was concerned that Deuce was going to come after Brandon Knapper's minutes. One game in, I feel like he's taking Jordan's minutes. And all that being said, it feels so good (laughs) to win the first game at home. To win the first game, period. Not a lot of pacing tonight, candidly. I did not have my hands on my head once. it came close. That turnover late. If they would have broke the lead down to under like four or even three hands on head, but it didn't happen. West Virginia's want to know. Random thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime Creative Group is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Dyer Prime is a veteran-owned company. 
this podcast. Thanks all the veterans. Veterans Day is right around the corner. Thank you for your service. Dyer Prime is a full-service graphic shop. What does that mean? Let's say you got a fun run coming up. Let's say you've got a recreational basketball league you need t-shirts for. Let's say you're a startup company and you need a design for a logo for that startup. Dyer Prime can help you come up with that design or you have a design already. Give that to Dyer Prime and they can put that design on a t-shirt, on a hat, on a frisbee, on a golf ball, and so much more. Call or text them to find out more. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Let's talk about Akron. Akron? Akron. First of all, what color were Akron's jersey? Uh, I, I have no idea. I'm sure it's something on a swatch that you can find at Lowe's. And I'm also pretty comfortable saying that the color of Akron's jerseys is a color that you can find on a Mazda. Okay, and that's very specific. But I've seen Mazdas with that color. <laughs> And I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm just telling I'm just observing things, all right? Another observation. I enjoy college basketball players that are good that are under 5'10. Okay? I'm 5'11. And I can respect guys that are getting it done at 5'11. You're in you're five foot single digit inches. It stands out in a great way. Allen Iverson, I don't, he was, he was six foot. He looked way shorter. Amazing basketball player. And nobody would argue that. And it's more amazing because of how short he is compared to everybody else. Akron's point guard tonight was 5'8". Okay. And his stat line, 16 points, six assists. Okay. Everybody for WVU was taller than this guy. And he could get where he wanted to go, did not get a shot blocked probably at all, always seemed to make the right pass. He's one of those guys that was making passes like his foot is like one centimeter from the floor. So it's like, oh, that's definitely a travel or definitely whatever that is. And yet he gets rid of it. And it always was to an open guy. How do you do that? Respect. To that guy. <laughs> I forget his name. A name I won't forget. Cheese. The gentleman's last name was Cheese. And no, you know, you think of Cheese as humans. Who do you think of? I, I only think of one guy. I think of Cheese from The Wire. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the television show The Wire, uh, Method Man played a gentleman named Cheese. And he was... uh. Uh, and I don't want to give too much away. I, I want you should watch The Wire. Uh, if you want to be sad, but also be uh, entertained. <laughs> but Cheese was a terrible person. I, I Again, that's a spoiler alert. Uh, this guy, I, I wouldn't say he's a terrible person. Um, he is a senior. 
So that makes him that makes him an aged cheese. <laughs> oh, he's an aged cheese. Did you hear that? I typed that on a laptop and then I printed it out and then I read that. And it's not a joke. It's just something I I typed, okay? <laughs> Cheese was not a fan favorite. Lots of cheese chants. Cheese that's not a person. Cheese that is actual cheese. I don't think I could live without it. And with no offense to this gentleman that's on the Akron team, I could live without him. But I can't live without the food cheese. I love cheese. That's, I did not type that and read it. I, that's just That just came out of my head. All right? I like cheese, and I'm not afraid to tell you that. Also, <laughs> Akron, their nickname is the Zips, okay? And the Zip uh, is nothing. They're, you know, that's like a sound that a zipper makes. You zip up a zipper or tell somebody to zip the lip. I had a football coach in high school. I did not play football, but the football coach was a teacher, and he would tell kids in his classroom, zip the lip, okay? Uh, so that shouldn't be a mascot. But also, doing some internet research, Akron used to be, the original nickname was the Zippers, because that's a, apparently that's a part of a tire, you know they make tires in Akron. Akron, home of LeBron James and tires. And so the zipper is the metal part on the tire. And before I read that on the internet, I know that there's metal on the tire because I will drive my vehicle multiple times in my driving career and owning a a motor vehicle, I will ride on tires until I see until I see the zippers, <laughs> and that's dangerous. And tires are not made to ride on the zippers. But I guess what I'm saying is, if you ask me to use the word zipper in a sentence, I would say, I, on a very regular occasion drive my car with three to four tires having the zipper exposed. Okay, and that's a long sentence, but that's a sentence I was you I would use. Okay. It's um the Akron Zips. A gentleman named Cheese and a five eight guy that was really impressive. And if you listen to the Duquesne episode I want to apologize to um, to Sincere. I was laughing. I, I do love the name Sincere. But when I was talking about it on the podcast, I was laughing. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm laughing now. I don't know why I was laughing. But Sincere Carrie, I send you my apologies uh, if, I, if it sounded like I was making fun of your name. I did say this on the podcast, and I'll say it again. 
I love the name Sincere, Sincere Carry. Okay. And that's from the heart. Final thoughts coming up. Promanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Late night deals start daily at 9 p.m. Great deals on fan favorites, including wings, sandwiches, and more. Check up with the brothers on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for the latest deals, most up-to-date news, and info on game day specials. Promanti Brothers, your go-to brothers on game day and every day. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. West Virginia's next game is a doozy. West Virginia goes to Pittsburgh. 7 p.m. Friday, November 15th. The game is on television on ESPNU. West Virginia beat Pittsburgh in Morgantown last year. The year before, they beat that train wreck of a team in Pittsburgh, but it was a close game. Second season with uh, their new coach, and they seem to be doing better. They're, They're improving, and I don't know if that's true or not, but they are undefeated like us, and their win was against Florida State. Now, if you pay attention to sports and college basketball, you would say, Hey, Josh, they obviously haven't played Florida State because they're both in the same conference, the Atlantic Coast Conference. And 99 times out of 100, I would say, you know what? I misspoke. They didn't play Florida State. They played Florida Tech. They obviously played Florida Tech because nobody in the NCAA Division I basketball plays their first game as a conference game. And yet here we are in 2019 and the Atlantic Coast Conference is saying, you know, we're going to do something different. All right. And what I'm telling the ACC, not specifically Pittsburgh, but this conference, because Pittsburgh wasn't the only one that was playing another conference pro in their first game. I would tell the ACC, don't do that. All right? You have a friend that does things different just to say they're doing something different. All right? Everybody's got that friend like you're hanging out with them and they're opening up a bag of ramen and they start biting. They, they, they're not getting any water ready. You're like, hey, what are you doing with that ramen? And they're like, hey, I just like to eat the ramen. And I like to pour the, uh, the powder, like the, the soup base. I just like to pour that powder on top of the, of the uncooked ramen and then just eat it. And then, and then you would say, why are you doing it that way? And then your friend would say, I don't know, it's just something that I like. And then that conversation ends, obviously. But what's in your mind is, that's not how you like it. 
you just are trying too hard to be interesting. And so what I'm saying is the ACC is like your friend that eats ramen without boiling the noodles and puts the powder on top of the uncooked noodles and eats it. And, you know, there's nothing there's nothing actually wrong with the person. But don't tell me that that's you're just doing that because, you know, you like it. I don't how many teams are in the ACC? Are there 35 teams? And if so, then it makes sense to play the first game conference. But college basketball has a certain flow. You know, certain things happen in November and December. Uh, And one of those things is you don't play somebody in your conference. You know, Syracuse doesn't leave New York. They play 15 games in New York. Uh, You know, other teams play, uh, will play Florida Tech. And I'm sure Florida Tech is a very prestigious school. Um, but there's 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 things that happen in college basketball, and what's not one of those is playing your season opener against somebody in your conference. And so again, I, I feel like I'm being clear, but Atlantic Coast Conference, stop doing that. It's not interesting. Anyways, pit game coming up. (laughs) That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Radio Public, Pandora, CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Rate it five stars wherever you listen and leave a review wherever you listen. Do one of those. I'm not asking you to do all three. Just do one. I really appreciate it. Again, next game, a week from now, versus Pitt. Until then, thanks for listening. Welcome to Season 3. I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season is one win, zero losses.